Hey readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Your Bookstore Besties. I'm Becky. And I'm Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Becky. How are you? You know... I'm cold. It's cold here. I don't know what it's cold here. You have okay, so you're cold too. I mean, like it's 50s, but I don't like it. Okay, Uh, (laughs) let me see. It's like it's at least 20 right now. Okay, it's 37. It feels like 20. Okay, it's 46. (laughs) Arrest. It's 46. Okay, so we're both wrong, but we're both cold. We're both wrong and cold. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um. So what are we? We have some things on the agenda today. We have an official agenda. Yeah, we're we're gonna be a little random today, but it's organized randomness. So um, we're gonna be talking about January plans um, for the podcast, and we're gonna be talking about some book drama that um, in the publishing industry, and just like a little catch up. And then we're gonna play a game. So totally random. Yeah. So, uh, what's your fun fact? First of all, um, my fun fact is that so it's actually like a book a book hot take. Um, I personally do not care if my books in a series are a combination between paperbacks and hardcovers and they're different sizes. Like, I do not care. Yeah, no, that is criminal. Yeah, I, I know you would you would hate that. <laughs> oh my gosh, Becky, what's your fun fact? So my fun fact is you guys know I've been wedding planning and I officially Woo-hoo. hired a hair and makeup person. Yay. You're going to be beautiful. Yay. So that is happening. Um, probably going to have my trial with her at the end of January. And yeah, I'm very excited. Things now are tell happening. Tell us like about your hair look. What is it? What's the vibe? So... Hair vibe without going into details because my dad listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, it's going to be whimsical boho <gasps> kind of it, which he won't understand what that is anyway. <laughs> He's like, what are those words? <laughs> yeah, and makeup we're going pretty natural, so yeah, that's that's the look, that's the plan. And the girl named Ashley who is doing my makeup is very good at this, and I've mm-hmm. gotten confirmation from people who wear makeup or whatever that she is good at what she does so yeah very excited about that kind of did it under the wire apparently a lot of people do it a year before and i did it oh for four months before so oh wow um i was telling you i was i was telling rachel earlier that um i'm like i've gotten more sentimental in my old age so like i'm probably gonna cry when she walks on the aisle like be a Aww. like a little sobbing mess because that's just i'm probably on these days cry. in my mid-30s so oh my gosh yeah <laughs> Okay, so let's quickly talk about the um, the book drama because yeah. we wanted a chance to talk about this. So I'll give kind of the basics as I know them. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was a girl named – what was her last name? Caitlin? Um, Kate Corain, C-O-R-A-I-N. Kate Corain. And she basically has destroyed her career all over her actions online. So and stupid. What she did was she was a debut author with who was the publisher? Um, Delray Books. Delray Books, which I think is under Penguin. Um, so she, with Delray Books, she had a debut, 
And someone realized that basically now they did a lot of sleuthing to figure this out. She was um, giving herself positive reviews on fake accounts on Goodreads and online accounts and giving negative reviews to other people who were in her debut class. So a lot of these people were, you know, POC authors. Oh, Um, like I think exclusively like people of color authors. So she like went around and pretended like the fake accounts she made, made it look like, you know, these fake accounts were people of color. So it was like people of color bashing, you know, these debut authors that were all coming out at the same time. And then she got busted and then she tried to be like, oh, no, it wasn't me. It was my fans, like, blah, blah, yeah, blah. But then she got else. busted. There were receipts. And yeah, um, she, she like photoshopped messages between her and somebody else saying that this person was taking responsibility and like blame for it when turns out those were fake. Yeah. And so, so what's the update since then? So I um, December 11th. Delray Books tweeted, we're aware of the ongoing discussion around author Kate Corain, um, and her book is called Crown of Starlight. Um, it is no longer on our 2024 publishing schedule. So she no longer has a book because she was trying to be dumb and racist. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. And I'm seeing other people who were debut authors saying like, she did harm to my debut because now people now the ratings say this and people think it's not a good book when really it was just her um i don't know so this whole vibe has a very similar vibe to the book yellow face like (laughs) which yellow face is about a white woman who steals her dead friend's manuscript about um a story that takes place like in China's past and like pretends that she kind of is a, a person of color. It's wild. It's pretty wild, but uh, yeah, it's the whole thing is, is pretty crazy. Um, she posted an apology 17 hours ago. I don't know if you read it. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so not that this is funny to me, but the fact that, and it, I saw someone's reply to this So she said, dear family, friends, readers, fellow authors, and members of the publishing community, since 2022, I've been fighting a losing battle against depression, blah, 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 blah. Wait, depression or oppression? Depression. Okay. Uh, The full scope, which I've hidden from everyone in my life out of shame. In November 2023, I started a new medication. And on December 2nd, I suffered a psychological breakdown. And then she says during this time, she created the profiles, blah, blah, blah. And so someone in the comments put the meds made you racist with the laughing <laughs> so i just um so yeah she fully confesses to what she did she says when i was slapped on the wrist by goodreads and vague tweeting by vague tweeted by a handful of people i panicked that my secret was about to get out i tried to cover my tracks still in the middle of this breakdown so she's claiming that she had a psychological breakdown when really she's probably now having a psychological breakdown because she was found out her career is ruined now um so and then people have said that what her plan probably is which has happened with other people who have done something like this Mm -hmm. who have made errors in the publishing world um this man named Adrian Jackson on Twitter said, I guarantee that Kate Corain's next gameplay game plan is drop out of public sight for a couple of years, change both her pen name and the title of her <laughs> books and re-debut under yeah. her pen name while remaining yeah. hidden from the public. So, it's sad because the, the book yeah. seemed like a really cool concept. It, it's like, 
I think it was a retelling of the Greek story of Ariadne, I think, in like space, but she's queer. Um, mm. I think that's what her story was about. But like cool concept, but like it probably would have done pretty well. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she her jealousy made her do that. And so now the her publisher dropped her, so the book's not coming out. Um all the all the small presses that were going to do special editions of her book not happening. Illumicrate mm-hmm. included tweeted that it's not going to be in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So a lot of, and I will say that the person that really made this go viral was Jiren J. Yeah. Zhao, yeah. Mm-hmm. who is, um, they wrote Zachary Ying, mm-hmm. um, and iron widow. Mm-hmm. And so they were the ones who basically exposed, Kate so Mm -hmm. very interesting very if you never if you thought that the publishing world was boring it is not (laughs) not. um so uh speaking of publishing let's talk about um some of our ideas for our read-along yeah so um I don't think we announced this last time we talked but we're gonna take the month of January off but never fear, we're going to be doing a January book al- book book along a book read along together. So uh, Rachel and I will be reading. We hope that you would read along with us. Um, and we haven't actually decided on what book we were doing. Um, I told Rachel that I thought it'd be really cool to do like a thriller mm-hmm. in January, as well as like a new released thriller. So um, I have a couple of suggestions, and you guys can let us know on Instagram or on Spotify what you guys think we should read. Um, the first one is The Heiress by Rachel Hawkins, and I'll just read the the thing about it. When I've, I've actually always wanted to read a Rachel Hawkins. I never have. Yeah, me too. Um, when Ruby McTavish Callahan Woodward – oh, she got long long-ass name. <laughs> <laughs> when this girl dies, she's not only North Carolina's richest woman, she's also its most notorious, the victim of a famous kidnapping as a child and a widow four times over. Ruby ruled the tiny town of Tavistock from Ashby House, her family's estate high in the Blue Ridge Mountains. In the aftermath of her death, that estate, along with a nine-figure fortune and the complicated legacy of being a McTavish, passes to her adopted son, Camden. But to everyone's surprise, Cam wants little to do with the house or the money, and even less to do with the surviving McTavishes. Instead, he rejects his inheritance, settling into just a a normal life as the English teacher in Colorado and marrying Jules, a woman just as eager to escape her own messy past. Ten years later, Camden is a McTavish in name only, but a summons in the wake of his uncle's death brings him and Jules back into the family fold at Ashby House. Its views are just as stunning as ever, its rooms just as elegant, but coming home reminds Cam why he was so quick to leave in the first place. Jules, however, has other ideas, and the more she learns about Cam's estranged family and the twisted secrets they keep, the more determined she is for her husband to claim everything Ruby once intended for him to have. But Ruby's plans were always more complicated than they appeared, as Ashby House tightens its grip on Jules and Camden, questions about the infamous heiress come to light. Was there any truth to the persistent rumors following her disappearance as a girl? What really happened to those four husbands, who all died under mysterious circumstances? And why did she adopt Cam in the first place? Soon, Jules and Cam realize that inheritance can entail far more than what's written in a will, and that the bonds of a family stretch far beyond the grave. So that's kind that of fun. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. It's also a creepy estate house. Yeah. I, I know you love a creepy house. house. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, then, so oh, I can do the next one and give you a break. Okay. Yep. <laughs> that was a I lot know, of I'm reading. Like, I was like definitely fighting for my life. 
<laughs> that was a really long synopsis. Um, the next one we've talked about already. This is the newest release from Alex Michaelitis. So he did uh, The Maidens and Silent Patient. And it's called The Fury. So it is a thriller about a reclusive ex-movie star and her famous friends whose spontaneous trip to a private Greek island is upended by murder. And that's pretty much it. It says, trapped there overnight, old friendships, concealed hatred, and a desire for revenge. What followed was a game of cat and mouse, a battle of wits, twists and turns, building to an unforgettable climax. The night ended in violence and death as one of us was found murdered. But who am I? My name is Elliot Chase, and I'm going to tell you a story unlike any you've heard. So it sounds like you don't know who's who at some points. Yeah. So very cool. Sounds like kind of a one by one, they're mm-hmm. dead yep. kind yep. of thing. Um, both of those so far sound really good to me. I will say, I think that the, it, it's either the one you read, the one I read, or the mm-hmm. next one should be the one we pick. Um Okay. Do you want to read yep, the last the option? One. Yeah. The last one is Everyone on This Train is a Suspect uh, by Benjamin Stevenson. Um, for fans of Richard Osman and Anthony Horowitz, a fiendishly fun locked room murder mystery from the author of the indie darling Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone. This time, set on a train full of mystery writers, agents, editors, and fans, Ernest Cunningham returns in a deliciously witty locked room. Uh, train mystery. When the Australian Mystery Writer Society invited me to their crime writing festival ab- aboard the Gone, the famous train between Darwin and Adelaide, I was hoping for some inspiration for my second book. Fiction this time. I needed a break from real people killing each other. Obviously, that didn't pan out. The program is a who's who of crime writing royalty. The debut writer, me, the forensic science writer, the blockbuster writer, the legal thriller writer, the literary writer, the psychological suspense writer. But when one of us is murdered, the remaining authors quickly turn into five detectives. Together, we should know how to solve a crime. Of course, we should also know how to commit one. How can you find a killer when all the suspects know how to get away with murder? Ooh. I just realized that it's a sequel. It's 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 a sequel, but it's not a sequel, though. Because okay. um, I remember when the other book came out, and I think it's... Um, so who's the main character of the one you just um, read? Ernest Cunningham. I mean, it might give, give away some somewhat of the first book, which is something to f- think about because it is the main character of the first book is the main yeah. character in the second book. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, are you just as interested in the first book? Sure. Everyone in my family has killed someone. Yeah, sure. We can. I that know that's mix. one that I have and my parents have. Oh, okay. And so it's one. one that's been on my radar. But uh, so what that synopsis says, um, everyone, everyone in my family has killed someone. Some of us, the high achievers, have killed more than once. <laughs> Not trying to be dramatic, but it is the truth. Some of us are good. Others are bad. And some just unfortunate. I'm Ernest Cunningham. Call me Ern or Ernie. I wish I'd killed whoever decided our family reunion should be at a skill resort, ski resort, but it's a little <laughs> more complicated than that. Have I killed someone? Yes, I have. Who was, who was it? Let's get it started. And it lists a whole bunch of characters, brother, it sounds kind of goofy. Wife. Yeah. It, it sounds like it has like a little bit of humor. Yeah. It sounds like kind of a knives out, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of, um, so let's say that those are the three options. So yeah, those all sound um, good. I'd, I'd be down with either of them. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I actually would be down for for any of them. I'm, okay, cool. I think I would read The Fury 
already. Like mm-hmm. even if we don't pick it, the heiress sounds really good. And I already own the other one. So yeah. I'm good with any of them. Okay. We'll see what, what the masses, they'll see what our three followers say. <laughs> or the three people that participate in Instagram stuff. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. So Rachel loves trivia. So Rachel wanted to do Christmas book trivia. Woo-hoo! So okay. we do have um, <laughs> Christmas book trivia. Now I wanted, I wanted to read you um, the first one and then I will put the links for the other ones. Okay. But um, so I'm going to do that one first. Okay. And do you then- want me to click on it? Yeah, this one is one that you like. Probably will find out at the end, okay. but it's just you know, and so that's that. And then I have some other ones in case this doesn't take the whole time. Okay, but um, so I wanted to ask you the first one, the the penguin link. Um, so who said this in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol? Merry Christmas, one and all. And the options are Ebenezer Scrooge. Bob Cratchit, The Ghost of Christmas Past, or Tiny Tim? My gut says Tiny Tim. It looks like you are correct. Yes. You got it. Charles Dickens correct. Yay. I saw the Muppet movie, so. <laughs> okay, so you read me number two. Okay. In Raymond Briggs's classic tale, The Snowman, where do the snowman and the boy go on their evening adventure? I've never heard of this book in my life. Um, one, walking in the park. Two, walking through the forest. Three, walking on thin ice. Or four, walking in the air. Ooh. Have you read this? Uh, I recognize the cover because the cover you can look down below. It looks very familiar. Oh, okay. It's like a children's book. Yes. Um, I'm going to say walking in the park. Walking I don't know. in the park. That is incorrect. The correct answer is uh, walking in the air. Oh, I was going to say that one. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so this one's a kid's book. In okay. Tom Fletcher's The Christmas Saurus. Oh, no. What does the Christmas Saurus want to be? Oh, a no. reindeer, an elf, a penguin, or a dragon? <laughs> you can okay. see the picture down there. I can see the there, cover. So. <laughs> I'm going to say dragon. It looks like he's a dragon. <laughs> No, he wants to be oh. a reindeer. Oh, lame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. In the Chronicles of Narnia, who do the children think is chasing them across the ice instead of Father Christmas? One, Aslan. Two, Mr. Tumnus. Three, the White Witch. Or four, a lump of coal. <laughs> it has to be the White Witch. You are correct. Yay. Um, okay, this next one, I don't think any of us have read Terry Pratchett, so I'm going to skip. I'll okay. read it just for the people who are listening, though. Um, which of these short stories is not from Terry Pratchett's collection of Christmas stories, Father Christmas's Fake Beard? Um, Father Christmas's Fake Beard. I'm pretty sure that one would be in it. Uh, Judgment Day for Father Christmas, The Blackberry Pie, or Legend of the Christmas Tree? I kind of feel like it's going to psych I bet it's the first one. I bet it's Father Christmas's Fake Beard, but... No way. I think it's going to be Judgment Day for Father Christmas. Mm. Okay, we're all wrong. It's a legend of the Christmas tree, apparently. Mm. Okay, um, who's getting this next one? You're getting this one, right? Yeah. Okay, this is a good one for you. In Louisa May Alcott's Little Women, who is the first to wake up on Christmas morning? Amy, Joe, Meg, or the dog? I want to say Amy because she's the baby. I was going to say Amy also. 
Oh no, it's Joe. Oh, not that failures. we did. Not that we did a read along of this book, Little Women, at all this year. It's so specific. It's <laughs> fine. All right, you read me the last one. The last one. Where does Ebenezer Scrooge go to after the church service on Christmas Day in A Christmas Carol? One, back home to invite his neighbors for Christmas dinner. Two, his nephew Fred's for Christmas dinner. Three, to Bob Cratchit's family to deliver the prize turkey. Or four, carol singing. Okay, so I was hoping there was an all of the above because I was almost positive that he went... Uh, I'm going to say to Bob Cratchit because I know he goes to Bob Cratchit's family. Okay. It's actually no. his nephew Fred's. I thought, see, I thought it was either Fred or Bob Cratchit, but I thought he did both. But he, because he does go to see the Cratchits, that's not a lie. I think you're right. I feel like he does do all those, but maybe that's the first thing he does. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Over it. Over Bad it. at Christmas, I guess. <laughs> you're a Grinch. Um, okay, so... I like the name of this uh, this next quiz. So the next quiz is called So This Is Christmas. Oh. Quizmas. The ultimate Christmas books quiz on those childhood classics for young and old. Okay, okay. Um, and there's the snowman again. I yep. remember reading that as a kid. It's kind of cute. I think it's cute. Okay, um, so Becky, you get the first one. Okay. Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents is the opening line from which classic children's book? The Secret Garden, Anne of Green Gables, or Little Women? Um, little Women. I think we have to do the whole quiz <laughs> before it tells fine. the That's answer. That's fine. But I think you're right. I think it is Little Women. I can always go down and press submit and see, <laughs> see if I was right. We can wait. We'll wait till the end and we'll go back through. Okay. Um, which poet famously wrote about his memories of Christmas as a child? Dylan Thomas, W.B. Yeats, W.H. Auden. I I literally have no idea. I'm going to guess W.B. Yeats because that sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. In Charles Dickens' famous story, A Christmas Carol, I've never heard of it. What is the name of Scrooge's <laughs> overworked, underpaid clerk? Bob I also said Bob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley. Jacob Marley. Bob Cratchit. Cratchit. <laughs> oh, mess today. Or Tiny Tim. <laughs> it would be really funny if, t- if Tiny Tim was the was the clerk that Scrooge had. Uh, although it would be even funnier if Bob Marley was the underpaid really clerk. He's like, pay me more, man. <laughs> um, well, it's Bob Cratchit. Yeah. It has to be. Marley is, is Scrooge's dead friend or dead partner yes but he was his partner originally mm-hmm. but then yes um okay um in father christmas goes on a holiday by raymond briggs which of these places does father christmas visit on his holiday this is the same guy who wrote the snowman he must be like a oh. prolific hmm. children's writer you're gonna read the oh yeah australia <sighs> las vegas or the arctic circle i want to guess australia okay find out we'll find out together folks the book letters from far rebecca the book (laughs) letters from father christmas was penned by which famous author jrr tolkien c.s lewis or jk rowling that's tolkien i know Um, that one okay all right complete the title of this book by nicholas allen father christmas needs a blank father christmas needs a reindeer father christmas needs a present or father christmas needs a wee (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to say reindeer. <laughs> okay. I I think it's got to be the third one. You think it's <laughs> we? Father Christmas needs a we? I don't know. That, that's funny. It has to be. I don't know. We'll okay. find out. We'll find out. Which book by Laura Ingalls Wilder features a Christmas dinner that takes place in the spring on the banks of Plum Creek, The Long Winter, or Little House in the Big Woods? Ooh. Um, I actually think I know this because I <laughs> looked this book up for a customer the other day. I oh. think it's The Long Winter. Okay. All right. All right. Um, in which children's classic is it, quote, always winter but never Christmas? The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, you don't even need the options. No, I don't need the options. Well, the other options were the Little White Horse and the Wolves of Willoughby Chase, but um, Rebecca Lynn is very uh, <laughs> confident. Um, okay, you go next. Which Christmas Carol provided the title for Rumor Godin's touching festive story about a little girl who longs for a doll and a doll who wants an owner? Silent Night, Away in a Major, or The Holly and the Ivy? Oh. Do any of those Christmas songs talk about dolls? I have no... I The only one I don't know is The Holly and the Ivy. <laughs> I'm going to say Holly and the Ivy okay, because I don't guess. see the other two. Who knows? The other ones are like about Jesus. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, okay. In what year was Clement C. Moore's poem, The Night Before Christmas, first published? Oh. 1823, 1876, or 1901? This one's an easy one. I'm going to say 1901. It's my guess. Final answer. Which Beatrix Potter tale features a wedding that takes place on Christmas Day? Tom Kitten, the tailor of Gloucester, or Benjamin Bunny? I'm going to go with the B, tailor of Gloucester. Okay. Which book by Julia Donaldson and Axel Scheffler features an appearance by Father Christmas and is set in a snowy winter landscape? A Squash and a Squeeze, Tiddler, or <laughs> Stickman? Why are you laughing? <laughs> the Squash and a Squeeze? I don't um, I've never heard of any of those people or any of those books. Julia Donaldson did Room for a Broom. Room on a Broom. Okay, cool. The Gruffalo. Good for, good for her. You never heard the Gruffalo room on a broom? Mm-mm. I'm going to go with Tiddler because that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> they all sound silly. In the Book of Delights by John Macefield. Kate Who? Parker. Huh? Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> we Kate are not Har- Christmas people. <laughs> Kate Harker is on her way. Excuse me. Kate Harker is on his <laughs> way home from boarding school when he befriends Cole Hollings, who is a rag and bone man punch and judy man or circus ringmaster i have no idea who's a rag and bone man this is ridiculous uh circus sure let's go circus Circus those are words Uh, i know okay this one you should know gosh i i mean i thought i knew uh, like holiday classics but i'm starting to think i don't even know the meaning of christmas at all (laughs) What is Christmas about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, this one's for you. Oh, gosh, who the hell is... Uh, never mind. In the Harry Potter series, what gift does Mrs. Weasley famously give to her members every Christmas? You should not need the options. <laughs> it's uh, the the sweaters. They're, I guess the hand-knitted jumpers is the option. Hand-knitted jumpers. The other options were jam and cakes, which sounds great, but it's jumpers. Yep. The Polar Express, which was made into an animated film, was originally written by... Uh, one, Marie Sendek, two, Daniel Handler, or three, Chris Van Altsburg. Um, 
Oh, I think it's Chris Van Allsburg. Okay. Um, actually, uh, my hot take is that I hate that movie. I don't think it's good. I've never seen the movie. Okay, great. I was talking to Athena about it the other day because there's a ridiculous song called Hot Chocolate that's on our oh, store yeah. playlist, mm-hmm. and it's annoying, and I it hate is it. Annoying. Yeah. Um. Oh, you got a fun one, Becky. Okay. Michael Morpurgos. The best Christmas present in the world features the discovery of an old letter from a soldier fighting in which conflict? Civil War, World War One, or World War Two? That's why is that fun? That's not fun. (laughs) It's fun because who is that? Oh, who's Michael Morpurgo? Morpurgo. No idea. Um, I can't wait for us to fail this quiz. I'm going to say World War One. Okay. Which book by Susan Cooper is set during an unusually snowy Christmas? King of no Shadows, idea. Oversea Under Stone, or The Dark is Rising? Let's go with Oversea. <laughs> Oversea Never heard of it. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. In Jostine Garter's The Christmas oh, no. Mystery, Joachim finds a story hidden in a magical blank. Advent <gasps> calendar, Christmas stocking, or Christmas tree? Um... Has anyone watching heard of these people or is it just us? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go Advent Counter. Oh, McFly, Doogie, and Tom first ever children's book had a festive <laughs> theme. What was its title? One, the monster that ate Christmas. Two, the dinosaur that pooped Christmas. Or three, the alien that zapped Christmas. Who? McFly's Doogie and... T- is that a? It's like the band McFly. McFly, McFly's Doogie and Tom. I have no First, idea. I don't even understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> the people in McFly, which is a band, their name were Dougie and Tom. Okay. They wrote a book. What was their first book called? I'm gonna go with Alien. The Alien that Zapped Christmas. Okay. Why not? Briar Wildsmith's A Christmas Journey puts a different spin on the nativity, <laughs> telling the story from the point of view of one, the innkeepers go, two, Mary's donkey, or three, Mary and Joseph's dog and cat. Um, that's a question for you. You just read your own question. Oh, did I? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why is she being so quiet? Because <laughs> I'm just laughing. Um, and I also realize why this quiz is so hard. I'll reveal at the end. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the innkeeper's goat. Okay. It's time to get our results. How? What percentage do you think we got? Uh, well, I just clicked and it says 55%. I was going to say 53%. <laughs> it says Yule doing really well. Just a few wrong answers. So maybe give the quiz another go. No. All right. I'm going to check our answers. Okay. So let's see what we got. Um, Christmas Won't Be Christmas is from Little Women. Ding. Um poet that wrote about memories of christmas is dylan thomas we got that one wrong that's becky boo boo um charles dickens underpaid clerk is bob cratchit so that's a point for me <laughs> not bob um father christmas goes on a holiday he goes to las vegas becky okay well how dare i not guess that book letters from father christmas was tolkien uh <laughs> Father Christmas Needs a Wee. That was the name of oh, the book. Oh, my gosh. I thought, it was of so ridiculous. Course. I didn't think it could be. It was so ridiculous. I thought it had be, had to be. <laughs> um, the Long Winter by Laurel, Laura Ingalls oh, Wider. Right. I was right. Um, the Line, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. You got right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rumor Godden's uh, festive story about the little girl. It was the Holly and the Ivy. So mm-hmm. I was right with that one. Um, 
nightmare or nightmare <laughs> the night before <laughs> this quiz is a nightmare uh the night before christmas came out in 1823 so you were f- pretty far off on that pretty one. that's okay far off um the tailor of gloucester i got right that was a complete guess mm-hmm. <laughs> um the book by julia donaldson is stick man not tiddler and not a squash and a squeeze believe okay. it or not um the box of delights one it was not a circus ringmaster we are all devastated it was I a was punch wrong. and judy man in case you were wondering i don't know what that is i don't know any of those what's a rag and bone man i don't know <laughs> I have no idea um mrs weasley gives jumpers you got that right polar express chris van allsburg i you got right. that right uh world yes. war one you were right about that um i got susan cooper wrong because who is susan cooper who is you she? did get advent calendar correct yes on a whim the mcflies dougie and tom i it was the dinosaur that pooped christmas and i got that wrong and then the christmas journey is a spin on the nativity from the point of view of mary and joseph's dog and cat well they're not in the bible so how was i supposed to guess that well i can tell you that the reason that this quiz is so hard uh this is from a a uk site you know i wondered because they called uh the weasleys they called it a jumper yeah, the gift to to Harry. Um, and we're Americans. We say sweater. <laughs> so. Well, can I say that I I read the first three questions. I scrolled and I was like, "Hey, this looks good." Yeah, and those were the, like the main questions we got. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Um, that was. Let fun. us know I, how you did. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Um, the the other quizzes like didn't have their questions like super ready, so oh. I wanted to do like a an interactive one, yeah. but. We're both Grinches is what we learned. Scrooges. I so I think we we need to redo next year because <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm oof. not going to remember. I don't know what a bone and rag man is. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're not very Christmassy. Eh? I think that um, we should be forced to get no presents <laughs> because of how bad we did. Because we got a 55. I did send you a Christmas card in the mail that you'll probably get this Aww. coming week. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. it, don't be offended if you don't get one for me no, because I, 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 don't, I don't send I them. It. But <laughs> I do put them up on my um, my fridge all year long. I still That's have ones so from fun. last Christmas there. Oh, so. I think I sent you one last year too, didn't I? Um, I think you did. That I have a couple up there. That's so cute. But yeah, so uh, let us know what books you want to do for the read-along because I yeah. think we're excited for all three of them. Yeah, yeah, um, really good. I'm sure we'll do a poll. Becky will do a poll. I got you. On Instagram. You, mm-hmm. And I That's guess pretty the much next, it. yeah, the next week is um, the last one before Christmas. So get your shopping done. Get it done <laughs> or don't. Just go to thrift stores and be cool and do secondhand gifts. It's like what it's I so love cool. doing secondhand gifts. Me I too. think. I think if you go to a good place, it's really easy to find something that someone mm-hmm. will like that has been, you know, pre-loved yeah i agree so yeah okay guys well we will see you next week have a great week bye bye thank you so much for listening to the podcast you can find us on instagram at your bookstore besties please like share and subscribe so more people can listen have a beautifully bookish day